Chapter Twenty Two of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter Twenty Two. Hark! The Conquering Hero Comes what the dickens is this anyway a cemetery said mr swiper poking the finding light this way and that as the car of a thousand delights came slowly up toward the bend it's some rocky road to dublin all right he cast the light along the dark road behind them and looked apprehensively back as far as he could see evidently there was no cause for fear there and he dropped the car of a thousand delights into second gear and picked his way along the narrow rocky way below the bend i guess it will be better when we get around here he said we have to watch our step in this jungle nice place to build a church huh he threw the finding light upon the little edifice ahead and brightened the small stained-glass window casting a soft reflection upon deacon small's slanting marble slab nearby the small figure in a gray sweater with a rather tough look cap drawn over his round face who sat huddled alongside the driver seemed not to partake of the delights which the big car claimed to furnish he seemed chilled and very much worried he looked wistfully ahead at the graveyard where the strange soft reflected light shone the people around here haven't got any phones he said anyways what's the use phoning mr bartlett because he'll only be in bed if we're going straight to bridgeboro gee whiz what's the good of phoning what's the use waking people up around here even if they have got phones gee whiz you're acting awful funny why didn't you ask me to phone when we were passing through a village you're going to get out and phone when i tell you to see said our friend the manual training teacher and you ain't going to give me no sass neither understand i don't let kids tell me my business you just want to get rid of me that's what said Wee. gee you might as well say what you mean i'm not scared oh ain't you well you do as i tell you and you'll be all right you do as i tell you if you want to get a ride home see mr bartlett and me are grown-up men we are and we know what's the right way to do when a kid is told to do something he's got to do it you know so much about them scout kids don't you know that i'll take care of this here car mr bartlett's the next house we come to i'm going to stop and let you out a little way past it and you're going to show what you can do you're going to go back and phone to tell mr bartlett we're on our way and i'll wait for you you wanted me to do that at a house that was empty and where there wasn't any phone i could tell because there weren't any wires do you think scouts can't see things you just want to get rid of me that's all you want to get rid of me where there aren't any phones or people or anything gee maybe i'm not as strong as you but anyway i know what you're up to that's one sure thing are you going to do as i tell you 
i'm a scout and i'm not going to get out till you put me out so there slowly the big car moved up the rocky hill and around the bend and the finding light which had been focused on the church shifted its area of distant brightness until mr swiper turned it off just as the two big headlights threw their glare along the straight level road the small figure in the shabby gray sweater and tough-looking cap was nervous and apprehensive and angry with a righteous anger but he did not tremble like the poor little lonely figure waiting in the darkness with eyes fixed upon those two dazzling glaring lights five o oh, seven nine two there it is peter read it again as the car draws nearer to make sure yes that is a five five o oh, seven nine two don't you see the little gilt eagle on the radiator he trembled oh how he trembled look her here you kid said the driver to the huddled-up figure beside him i once croaked a boy scout that didn't do what i told him do you see i croaked him no scout kid can put anything over on me i won't have any kids interfering with my plans oh yes you will mr swiper you may have escaped from jail the authorities of a dozen states may be after you but just the same you're going to stop when a little trembling pioneer scout in homespun pantaloons tells you to look ahead where that dim light is mr swiper with the cropped hair do you see something shining there held in a little trembling hand that is a knife mr swiper the trembling hand that holds that knife belongs to a soul possessed mr swiper he is crazed with a high resolve see how he shakes oh he's not thinking of you he is thinking of the car mr swiper he is not himself at all and he is going to slash your tires if you pass that rope mr swiper so you see for it is said that opportunity knocks once at every one's door mr swiper it came to you on the ruins of that old school and it has come away down here mr swiper and knocked on the door of peter piper pioneer scout of piper's crossroads end of chapter twenty two recording by john brandon